beautiful humans and welcome to your daily cup of prana. I am Deborah Ellis and today is Friday, January 10th, 2020. And let me start by saying happy full moon in Cancer. Um, or if you're going by Vedic astrology, happy full moon in Gemini and happy eclipse. We are really going to be feeling the energy very strong today and this weekend. So I just wanted to share for you to just to protect yourself and make sure your energy um, is protected. It's going to be a very intense time. The world is intense times right now and there's just a lot of strong energy going around and a lot of intensity. So it's really important that we take the time to be mindful and protect ourselves and our energy. So yeah, just go out there today and this weekend and be really mindful of what's going on around you and your energy and keep that uh, bubble of protection around yourself. Um, so today, um, let's start with our affirmation of the day before we get started and our affirmation for today is, I understand that the first step toward growth is to change my habits. I am eager to grow and determined to become independent. My desire for growth fuels my ambition to create habits that improve my life and bring me closer to my goal of self-reliance. So today I wanted to get on here and talk about my perseverance and my self-reliance and how meditation has helped me become stronger in my sense of self and my confidence. Um, I have struggled pretty much my whole life with low self-esteem, um, low self-confidence, just not really feeling, you know, confident in myself. And I know that a lot of that has to do with how I was raised and the patterns and the messages that were taken in as a child and as an adult. Um, I was raised in as I have said before, uh, a home that was full of alcoholism and addiction and a lot of physical and verbal abuse. And I also, pretty much almost all my relationships um, were very verbally abusive or physically abusive. And um, it really affects your confidence and your self-esteem and your sense of self-worth. And I let that control me for so long. And to be honest, I am now about to turn 49. And it wasn't really until my mid-30s when I really started to do the work on myself. Um, it was when I made the decision to leave my first marriage um, that was very abusive verbally and physically. Um, I was actually in that marriage for 13 years and we had three children. Um, 
And there was a lot that went on in there, a lot of cheating, a lot of lying, um, and just a lot of dark, dark energy at that time. And um, when I chose, I found the strength through community and support to believe in myself and know that I deserve better and that I am worthy of so much more, I finally took the turn to leave that relationship and it was not easy um it was very difficult and very scary brought up a lot of fear not only for myself but for my children and other people that were in my life too that were supporting me and it was a struggle and when I think back of what I went through um wow, I, I really did persevere and I really, really was strong and I really was resilient and I'm proud of myself. But having said that, I have learned by doing the work in these past few years very intensely that our negative thoughts and our patterns are the first to get ingrained in our brains and our minds and that stems from childhood and from what I'm learning and doing all my research I'm fascinated by the brain and mental health and psychology um, it fascinated me that why do we hold on to these negative patterns more than the positive and from what I'm learning and reading, I highly recommend you read Dr. Joe Dispenza's books. Any of his books are amazing. And he has um, some talks on Gaia TV as well, too. Um, it's fascinating topics on the brain. Um, I won't go into it too much, maybe on another episode, because it, it, it is scientific. But I love the way he breaks down our minds and makes it accessible for everyone to understand what's going on up in there <laughs> because I am definitely not a science-based person. I'm very artistic, creative, and um, yes, I do love science, but my bandwidth just does not work that way. <laughs> so um, I love the way he breaks it down for those that struggle with taking information in in other ways. But Meditation was key in really helping me get through um, those places where I was really stuck. And where I was really stuck was in my confidence, my ability to thrive, my ability to believe, to believe in my self-worth. And I know that a lot of that stems from childhood and you know just not ever finding my sense of self always attaching myself or my identity to whoever I was with in a relationship where I would literally just lose myself um, it's like everything that I did or was was based on that person or relationship that was in my life um, and I know I'm not the only one. I know there are a lot of us out there that we get lost, especially when you're in controlling relationships, 
um, abusive relationships, um, man or woman. Um, domestic violence, physical, verbal abuse does not just affect women. Let me just be blunt on that as well. Men can be physically and verbally abused as well. It is not a, a straight, just female or just, you know, women. It affects all. So I just wanted to put that out there. So this is for everyone. I know that when we are in those types of relationships or situations, it is very common to lose who you are in your sense of self and become so wrapped up in the chaos or the dark energy that is around you. And we forget who we are and we forget our light and our gifts and that which the divine put us on here, here on earth to thrive for. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really one of those that got lost in all relationships. And even now with my husband, my second husband who I'm with now, um, I still, I'm realizing now in these past couple years that as I've taken the time to be in recovery, that I'm starting to find myself again and love myself again and appreciate all the weird, quirky things about me. And I'm at this point in my life where, you know what, sometimes people change and relationships change. And sometimes you have to let go of certain relationships if they're not helping you on, with your growth or they're holding you back. And or you can be in those relationships if there is that support and there is that supportive relationship where they are letting you grow into your full self and who you are meant to be and accepting that and embracing that and helping you get to where you want to be and helping you to reach your highest self. And... I am just starting to get really to that place this past year. Um, and meditation has really helped me find myself and really helped me focus on changing my thought patterns and taking that, that time for me to, to work on me and find the real me. And I know most definitely that if I did not take the time to sit with myself and really go into every layer of who I am and peel back those layers to discover, I would still be lost and, and probably suicidal, which I was, um, two years ago now, because we are in 2020 and 2018, I did, um, almost attempt suicide again. And I was seeing the therapist at the time and, you know, there was just a lot going on. I've talked about it in another podcast. My mom was dying of cancer. Our relationship was very 
strained and I was trying to heal that so that we could both be free and accepting and so I was trying to take care of her and I was also very sick with my own health issues and my marriage was struggling and it was just we were homeless and there was just so much going on and I was working and it was just difficult and I really went to that space of where I didn't think I deserved to be here anymore or, or I really didn't want to if that's how life was going to be for me. And I had tried meditating and I just, I know that at that time I didn't really want it because if you really want something, you're really going to put your whole self into it. And for some of us, that takes a long, long time and it takes years to get to that space. So when I was 47, 40, yeah, I decided I don't want to feel like this anymore. I'm tired of feeling sad, lonely, anxious, depressed, unworthy, unbeautiful, not confident. Um, I want to feel that spark, that joy. And so every day I would get up, even if it was five minutes, and I would just sit with myself and take that time to find myself and who am I? What do I really want out of this life? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? Um, you have all these messages from your childhood and who you think you wanted to be at that time or what you thought you liked or then you start having relationships and connections. And if you're not identified with yourself... You can start to carry the weight of others and what they think you should be and who they think you are and what you should be doing with your life. And that's where I was. And I didn't want to be there anymore. So every day, just getting up and practicing that ritual. And it became a really intense ritual for me. And I have so many notebooks that I was just looking at the other day in journals. And I was just telling my husband this morning, I was like, I have so many notes and I have written so much. And when I look back at a lot of it and the reflection, it's mind blowing at the progress that I have made. And I'm very grateful to my teachers and, and meditation. And one of those teachers that really helped me, um, her name is Tracy Stanley and she is a yoga nidra teacher and yoga nidra, which is the meditation of deep sleep, um, became very healing for me in my recovery. And then I would journal. I would um, pull affirmation cards. I would practice my tarot um, every day, every morning. And then I found another teacher. Her name is Kaylee Alyssa. And I started my journey with her practicing silent meditation, um, sitting in silence with myself, which let me tell you, it was very difficult to start um, 
Yes, that's my dog barking in the background. She is 15 and she's blind and she's very high maintenance and her name is Karma. So you might hear her sometimes in the background. I'm sorry for that. But yeah, um, Kaylee Alyssa, she has this program on YouTube and it's 21 days of meditation and you start off with, I think, 10 minutes in silence or stillness and then you work your way up to uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes and... It was difficult in the beginning, but once you make that habit and you stick with it, it becomes part of you. And I can't imagine a day now without meditation in it for me, um, even if that's only five minutes. And if I don't get to it right in the morning because, you know, life happens and stuff does come up, um, I have to have that meditation for myself at some point during the day. Um, and I'll fit that in. And if I don't have it, I definitely notice a difference in my vibration, my energy, my attitude. And I just feel off. Um, I need that moment of stillness and silence and breath work to connect with my highest self and get out of my head and all those thoughts and learn to reprogram my brain and just find that time for me. And it has been amazing. Um, and I'm very grateful and very thankful for my meditation practice. And I recommend everybody, everybody, on this planet, take the time, five minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds, just to sit in silence, focus on your breath, and find that beautiful divine light that resides in all of us all the time. It's just how we access it. And I am choosing to not let negative thoughts or patterns affect me every day. And if I immediately think of something negative, I immediately try to go over that with something positive um, and be in that moment. And what I've also learned, which is fascinating to me, I'm sorry, another book I have to recommend that I read years ago is called The Body Keeps Score by, um, I'll have to look up his name for you, but the book is called The Body Keeps Score, and it's about how trauma stays stored in our body through our emotions. And just say we could be having a horrible day and something bad happens to us or someone affects us in some way and we have that emotion on our body like we're super sad or we're really affected by it that emotion attaches to that thought and it stays in our body and I find that fascinating so emotion and thought are connected so if we can change our thought pattern, but also 
that feeling and that thought connected to the emotion that we're feeling, that's when the change can happen. So if I'm having a thought where, oh, it's going to be a great day and things are wonderful and I'm so happy, but inside my body, I'm still feeling, oh, God, what a horrible day. It's yucky. I feel icky. My body hurts. I'm in pain. That feeling or emotion in my body is going to take over that feeling or thought that I'm trying to process in my head. Does that make sense? So in order to really have an effect or change on our thought patterns and our state of being and our state of mind, we need to relate that positive thought with the positive emotion in our body. So if I want to feel joy and I'm thinking I'm joyful, I need to feel that joy in my body, that connection between thought and emotion and the feeling in my body. And yes, it does take work but it does work. And I have to tell you, just even these past two weeks, I've been really connecting my emotions with my thoughts and I can feel the change happening. I can feel the joy and the sensation and the excitement in the cells of my body and the tingles. And it's amazing and I love it. And every day it makes me crave that more. So I look forward to meditating and I look forward to fixing my emotions and my body and connecting them to positive thoughts and getting rid of those patterns that we have from the past. You know, when you're a child and just say you were abused or you had a really bad childhood, if something happens to you, that feeling in your body at that time stays there physiologically. And it is only through meditation and doing the work and connecting positive with a positive thought and positive emotions in our body that we can fully begin to embrace the transformation and feel that transformation. Um, Meditation is key, key to slowing down our brain waves and getting beyond that analytical mind, that thinking mind. And when we are relaxing our bodies and keeping our conscious mind awake, we can move deeper into that relaxation state and just focus on our breath. And then that doorway between the conscious and the subconscious mind begins to open. Um, So relaxing and finding comfort It can change our brain and our bodies physiologically. That's amazing. Why would we not all want to take the time every day to sit down for a few minutes every day, even twice a day if you can, and learn and start to practice and change the physiology of our brain and bodies to something of just wonder, excitement, joy, amazement, Even if you are in pain, even if you are struggling with an illness, as I am, you can change. And I fully believe that now. I fully embrace that and I fully accept that. And I know it is possible because it is happening to me in these moments now, right now. 
and I love it and I can feel it and it just makes me excited and that's why I had to get on here and share with you about meditation and finding your sense of self and not becoming attached to anyone else and knowing your worth and knowing who you are and what you want out of life and never letting anyone or anything take that away from you as I have in the past. Um, there's this beautiful little quote I want to share with you. Her name is Cynthia Proper Seaton, and it says, She had trouble defining herself independently of her husband, tried to talk to him about it, but he said nonsense. He had no trouble defining her at all. Now, if you think about that, it's because he was attaching himself to her, and she, in this quote, was attaching herself to him. She couldn't find her own self-identity. She was living her life through him, like so many of us, so many of us do on the daily basis. Um, and I am fully guilty of that, and it's been something I've worked really hard on not doing anymore, and it feels amazing to know that you are you. You are independent of anyone. You are connected to the divine. We are all divine beings with a gift here and we all have our highest selves. And to live in that, to honor that, to accept that, to feel it, what a beautiful thing. Our lives can be beautiful and joyful and we can spread that beauty and joy onto others and just create this chain of magic in this world and I fully believe that. I fully believe that if everyone took the time to meditate every day, sit in their breath, find that place of calm, wow, this world would be completely different, right? And I believe that we are on that. We are coming into this age of Aquarius and things are starting to shift and I can feel it. You may not feel it right now because, wow, our government's a little crazy and there's stuff going all over the world, but I can feel. I can feel the changes that are coming, the higher states of mind and consciousness um, especially through a lot of young people that I meet and talk to. They're just so amazing now and so wise and want to change the world. And it's just exciting. Um, and I know recovery to me means learning who we are, becoming independent of our friends, our children, our parents, our partners, detaching from that and knowing who we are and what we want to do, what we like, what interests us, what we want to put in our bodies, how we want to spend our time. It is to our own benefit to stay on our own personal course and carry those out for the well-being and greater good of not only you, but the whole world. Um, we don't have to depend on others for needs. We need to depend on ourselves. And we can do that by giving to others and sharing our experiences and just being compassionate and kind and loving with yourself 
first. Because when you're compassionate, kind, and loving with yourself first, that then trickles out and flows to everyone else. But if you are beating yourself every, every day, not believing in your worth, your confidence, your gifts, your divinity, that's what you're going to take out into the world with you. And I fully believe that. I played the victim role for way too long. Poor me. Help me. Woes me. I'm a victim. No, not anymore. It gets you nowhere in life. I can attest to that. It just keeps you down and doesn't lift you up or anybody else up. Um, so I like to take every day as a new opportunity to take that time to sit with myself, connect with my divinity, know my worth, and then carry that out into the world. And it's such a beautiful thing and it makes me very joyful and very happy. And I really hope that I didn't overwhelm you with too much of this meditation talk and felt like I was bombarding you and um, telling you what you should do. I'm only, this is only my recommendation from my heart space to yours. Um, and I can only say that I know it works from my own experience, but everyone has to experience those moments on their own. So I hope you take the time to do that for yourself. And let's see if we can have a whole world of recovered beings walking around in their highest self, um, full of love and compassion for themselves and others. Just make me so happy. <laughs> and just what a great thing, right? Um, so before we go... I would just like to lead us in a little quiet meditation, just a couple minutes to focus on our breath and come to that space and see if we can tune into our highest selves and our divine beings, especially on this high intense full moon eclipse. So if you can, just find yourself a comfortable spot wherever you're at. You can lay down if you want to or you can just sit up. As long as your spine is nice and straight and you're comfortable. And when you're ready, if you can, and you feel like it, gently close your eyes. You can rest your hands either on your legs with your hands facing up for more energy to be received. Or you can gently place your palms on your knees facing down to feel more grounded. Or if you can, I like to sit how the Buddha sits. I place my palms in my lap with my, th my thumbs gently touching. So let's close our eyes. And we'll just begin to come into the space together by taking a few deep breaths. And as you inhale, see if you can feel the air rise from your belly to your chest, to your heart space. And as you exhale, just feel the breath released from your heart space down through your belly and out.
and gently again. Let's take another big breath in from our bellies, up through our heart space, and then gently release from our heart space back down to our bellies. And let's see if you can, if you can just sit here for just a couple seconds in silence, in stillness, just feeling your breath. How does your breath feel? Does it feel cool, warm? Is your body tight, tense? And if it is, see if you can just relax it a little bit. Soften your shoulders, soften your jaw, soften your eyes, your forehead. Just try to soften into the space. You don't have to be anywhere right now. You don't have to do anything right now. This time, this moment is just for you. And as you inhale, see if you can feel the breath in through your nostrils. And what does that feel like? And as you exhale, see if you can feel the breath on your top upper lip. Is it cool? Is it warm? We're just paying attention to the little sensations in our body just to feel into the space and connect with our breath. And as you sit here, whatever thoughts come into your mind, that's okay. We're not trying to ignore the thoughts they will come. We're just going to notice them. And as we notice them, we will acknowledge them. And then we just let them go. And if you can... Can you set one intention for your day today? No matter how small or how big that intention is. What's one thing for you today that you wish to bring in to the world, out into the world for yourself or for others. And as you think of that intention, I would like you to breathe that intention into your heart space.
And think of that intention like a little seed that you're planting. Planting that seed into the garden of our heart. And if you can, and you choose to, every day we will water that seed, that intention. And with that water, that love, and tending to that seed in our garden, in our hearts, that intention will bloom. It will grow. And as you watch this intention grow, imagine, if you can, this blooming garden radiating and inhabiting every cell of your body. And this garden is blooming and growing with every breath you take. And now I want you to take that intention and if you can, repeat it three times silently to yourself. And then, after you repeat it three times, let it go. Your seed has been planted. Your intention is blooming. And so it is. Gently, Come back into your heart space. Let's take one big last deep breath in together. And as we exhale, we set our intentions free and know that we are love and we are worthy And so it is. When you're ready, gently, slowly, bring some movement back into your body. You can either wiggle your fingers softly, your toes, maybe move your head around a little bit, your shoulders. And just come back into the space and gently open your eyes and get ready to greet this beautiful, bright, wonderful day. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this space and taking time with me today. 
I hope that I inspired you in some way to take some time to sit in stillness with yourself and find your true self and to know that you are worthy and you are loved and you are capable of anything you want in this life. I love you. I'm sending you peace and blessings. I hope you have a safe and beautiful full moon eclipse. Until next time, peace.